0: Da, 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 Is That theme music? Do, do we have theme music?
1: <laughs> A or new theme.
0: Music. We need theme music. Come on, you've yeah. got to sort that. Right. Okay. Now. Podcast be- number five. It's been two weeks. What have we been doing? We don't know. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about intimidation in the gym. Do you feel intimidated going to the gym? Uh, I've been chatting to the guys, and I feel that we should initially we should focus on how guys feel because I know that um, it's quite well known that a lot of women feel intimidated in the gym and I will touch on that a little bit later on. Um, I'm just going to read a message. Um, I did get permission to share this from the guy who sent it to me. It was in response to my ask uh, for questions. Um, let me just find it. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I should have written this down. Um, but it's very interesting when you, you put out a question like that about being intimidated in the gym and you get quite a lot of answers and they're from guys. Because I have to be honest, it's not something I thought was a thing. Um I can't find the actual message, but I know the I know what you actually said in it. So basically it was about um how, you know a guy walks in the gym and he wants to use the free weights because they're in his program. Yeah. So he walks in the free weights area is really busy and there's a lot of guys training and some of them have got people with them. Some of them haven't. And it, it, it was the insecurity of, uh, I don't belong there. That was the first thing he said. Um, or I'm not as big as they are. So I'm not going to go and train over there because I'm going to look even smaller. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, he said, there's been times when it would be very, very easy. Oh, that's busy and just go home. So rather than, you know, adapt, it was that as soon as that insecurity hit home, um, there was kind of a get out clause if you like to, to leave the gym. So it was quite interesting to hear that. And, you know, I've spoken to, um, A couple of guys in the gym at now as well. And yeah, it's definitely a thing. And I have to be honest with you. I wasn't really aware of that. Um, And I I also, uh, one of the comments that was made this week was, which I thought was brilliant. And again, it's something probably that people who are listening to this don't think about either, is, you know, know, the guys who look in the mirror, uh, oh, look at him posing in the mirror or checking his abs out, lifting his top up or, you know, flexing um you know the, the the guy I was talking to said you know the amount of times you know that is so misconstrued as either vanity or ego when in fact the chances are when that person's looking in the mirror making that pose or, or trying to look at his abs they're probably looking at it in a negative way and like why do I why am I still holding fat there you know why Why isn't that bigger than it was last week? Why haven't I got the pump I got when I did this exercise like last month? Do you know what I mean? And Mm it's so very easy to misread because we look at that person. It's almost like in society now, um, looking in the mirror isn't isn't accepted, is it? You know, if you're looking in the mirror at yourself, it's not accepted um, as anything except for vanity or ego. Um, so I think that can be misconstrued. And I think that leads to a lot of misunderstandings, um, especially in a gym where you have got bodybuilders or people who compete because they do have to look in the mirror because they do have to look a certain way. Yeah. So I think we're going to, we are going to look at, um, feeling intimidated in the gym from a general public point of view, but I also want them to understand if they're listening to this, that the way they see people in the gym may not be quite how they perceive them, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I think um, for me, everybody is on a journey when they're in the gym and it's all relevant where, where you are in that journey, right? And so even people who are very far down the line in their journey, like the classic guys who are the big guys in the gym that people will be intimidated by, those are normally the guys that, uh, that suffer from body dysmorphia more than anyone else because it, they're never good enough. They never feel like they're good enough. And they are always constantly, you know, going over minute details on you know, and, and really putting themselves through the ringer but, and mentally. And I think when you walk into a gym, your perception isn't always reality, right? I think if you take a step back and you actually – take a look around the gym most people aren't focused on anyone but themselves
1: yeah
2: 100%. um and I think if you can get your head around that then I think it makes it a lot of it's a much easier place to be um you know when you're when you when you're you your whole center is you and you think all eyes are on you but in reality if everyone's thinking like that then no one's looking at anyone else but themselves right <laughs> and so and that's typically what happens in the gym And it's very rare for for people to look over and be like, oh, that guy's not as big as me. And then judge that guy. It's normally the other way around going, am I as big as that guy? Is that guy doing it better than me? Um, And I think that's something, once you get your head around that, it makes the gym a lot of a safer environment to be in mentally. And then the next point would be kind of like, how do you approach going to the gym and and what do you do and how do you get over the intimidation factor and I think the biggest advice I can give anybody is just own it just go in there and just own the fact that this is where I'm at in my journey I'm not the most experienced person in there probably and I'm not the the least experienced person in there because everyone's at a different stage and just own that part of your journey and um and if people will respect you if you're in there day in day out or you're in there three days a week they're going to respect you because you're there and you become part of the um, familiar setting and we've all been intimidated we've all been intimidated in some shape or form um, but it, it's again as I go back to it, it's your own perception isn't always the reality I think if you step back and really take a look at what's going on it's not as intimidating as, uh, as people think
0: Yeah,
1: Paul? Yeah, no, I I completely agree with what um, what Tom was saying. In terms of my own experience, intimidation or gym intimidation, if you will. (laughs) um, Oh
0: no! (laughs)
1: um, Yeah, something that I. Before one of us said it, Um, (laughs) I took that bullet. Um, It's something I've experienced a lot. I still get it now. I, I I get gym anxiety now. If I take time out of the gym even if it's just a couple of days like I can get in my own head and end up not going for for a day or two because I build up uh, so many insecurities and, and again a lot of it for me is is driven around again I, I, I took the decision I wanted to compete so you end up in in a mindset where you know you're never going to be good enough because you're trying to get to such a such an extreme level of both leanness but also holding on to enough size and there's so much that pulls into the the psyche of how you need to look you 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 appreciate you're never ever gonna achieve that perfect physique but that's what you strive for so i end up personally with whether it's intimidation or just anxiety in general about training for a number of reasons and there's the, the i've lost count of the number of days where i've my alarm has gone off and I know I need to go to the gym but I get worried that it's going to be busy or that there's going to be guys in there bigger than me there's going to be people here in a better condition than me that's going to make me feel shit when I walk in and, and 45 minutes later I'm still sat on the edge of the bed and I haven't even bothered put, like getting dressed yet because I'm sat there having this internal dialogue of I need to go and train oh uh, but it's going to be shit oh uh, but yeah. I really need to go and train and like yeah 45 minutes goes past and I haven't moved and it's I know for a fact that when I get there, I'll, my headphones will go on. I'll do my session. I won't be aware of anything around me. It will literally just be me, my program, the weights, and I'll just smash it out and I'll feel great afterwards. And I, and I can always feel the progress at the end of each session. And I can always notice the progress. I look in the mirror and I, I, you know, the gym where I train at, the lighting's really good, particularly in the weights area. So I know for a fact that when I'm training at the end of the session, I'm going to have a good pump. I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to feel I'm going to feel good about myself. I'm not going to be worried about other people in the gym. But for me, the hardest part is of every session is getting into the gym. And I think people assume that because we're trainers, because we're PTs, because we work in the industry, because we enjoy training so much that it's us that we jump out of bed every morning and race to the gym and it's like that we sit having a a bowl of Weetabix whilst doing bicep curls like it's not it isn't like that like we're we're human beings as well and, and we're just as critical and something that I learned the hard way I guess and I'm probably grateful for it is that most of dealing with how you feel about the gym whether it's anxiety whether it's literal intimidation about the weights area comes down to two or three things firstly i think as an industry the fitness industry or gyms in general have a bit of a sexist connotation and that the weights area is team typically viewed as for the guys so for women it causes intimidation and that factor but also there's this it like this sexist notion that guys should be able to lift heavy and should be big if you're in the gym you should be a certain you should be six foot plus you should be 20 stone and four percent body fat and your shoulders should touch your rear lobes um you you should not have an ounce of body fat or any body hair on you whatsoever and you should be an adonis chiseled out of rock Mm. and it's kind of like if you don't fit that mold it instantly becomes a lot of pressure that most normal guys feel where you want to improve how you look but you feel nervous about the fact that you don't and again social media is probably partly to blame for this in that there's a never-ending conveyor belt of competitive bodybuilders and fitness models out there sharing their highlight reel that it makes the average person sit there and think well i don't look like that so therefore i'm not good enough and
0: so so what you're saying is that the 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 focus is always on that this is what's affecting women but that's a very good point you've made there that in fact times are changing now yeah. and men are having the exact same thing happen to them
1: absolutely um, and one of the things that i think I struggle with is I've always had small legs and I've not been helped by a number of injuries and um, I, I I haven't been able to train legs to the same level I train my upper body which isn't particularly big either but my legs are definitely my personal hang up and there's nothing more disappointing and frustrating when you see women in the gym out lifting me and you know women sit there and they, think, oh, I'm, get, they, they, they feel nervous about the weights area because they're perhaps not going to put up such big numbers but I can tell you when 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 you're a guy and you're training with a girl and you're doing a barbell hip thrust and you're struggling at like 100 kilos which is, is a lot, lot of weight and she's struggling at 150 and you're like cool cheers thanks for that like it it's not just patient. Yeah. still yeah. it's not just women that, that suffer from it and i think my first ever experience of gym intimidation gym anxiety came from training at a fitness first where the majority of people train that, who trained there were competitive bodybuilders there was a lot of polish guys who were like six foot five and just freaks of nature and there was a lot of young lads in their sort of early 20s who were competitive bodybuilders. And it was all classic physique. This was before men's physique and the board shorts were really popular. So it was, it was all about the ultra bronze tan, as big as you can possibly be still ridiculously lean wearing tiny little shiny thongs. And I'll be honest, the weights area at that particular gym at the time I was there was the most daunting place for someone like me, who's just getting into lifting for the first time, because you felt like if you weren't putting up good numbers, you had no right to ask someone who was four times your size if they had many sets left and it is intimidating. But one thing that's helped me more than anything is, is finding the right environment. And I think environment plays the biggest factor to curing, not, not even necessarily curing, but reducing the intimidation factors. If you can find a gym that has an environment that you can buy into, that has a community feel where you don't feel judged when you walk through the door, you feel like you feel welcomed. You're going to want to go there. You're going to want to progress and you're not going to feel as self conscious when you're training. Um, One of the points that Tom made, which completely agree with and and loved what he said is that people in the gym aren't really paying attention to anyone else. They're 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 paying attention to themselves and it's not vanity. It's it's purely a fact of we're also so so self-critical. One thing I've always maintained, and I used to say it more from a, because typically i hear it more from women that they're a bit apprehensive or nervous about the weights area but it applies to everybody people in the gym and I, I you can label it as people you can you can break break it down into into genders as well if you want only look at pretty much three things in the gym the first thing is themselves because they're there to work on themselves. So they're paying closest attention to themselves. The other two things is occasionally some people notice if other people have got very bad form, and only when it's alarming, when it's really yeah. alarming. And that's normally because they have a, a basic understanding of what to do, and if somebody's not doing it right, there's an urge to want to say something. But again, it can be intimidating being in the gym, wanting to approach somebody who's doing it wrong because you don't know how they're going to respond to it. And the other thing people notice is the, you know the 10 out of 10s. At the end of the day, if a guy is looking at a girl in the gym, the only reason why he's looking at her is because she's fucking hot. Same with same with the women. Though. It's the same there. They only really notice the guys that they that they think are insanely attractive because everyone in the gym is there to work on themselves. So if if somebody is looking at you in the gym, it's it's be, and you're not lifting weights at the time, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Like it can only be a good thing. It's a compliment because ultimately people are only really concerned with themselves. And I think that's the, that's the worry for every new person going into the gym or everybody who's not entirely happy with how they look is you feel like, like Tom said, you feel like all eyes will be on you and you feel like you're going to attract all this attention. You're going to walk in the door and everyone's going to turn and look at you like you've just walked into a local pub and you're not from Ramey. It's like
0: the slaughtered lamb in American Wealth in London.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it's a really, it's, it's a really, it's a really good point. I, I agree with everything you said there. And like the thing that people need to understand is the whole point of this whole thing is it's you versus you. And it sounds corny and it sounds cheesy, but it's the truth, right? It's that you go into the gym to beat yourself. You should never go into a gy- gym to try and, and be better than somebody else because we are all so genetically different and we all look different. We all have different preferences. So the main reason you walk into the gym is to improve yourself. It is you versus you. And if you can just have that mindset of, all I want to do is get a little bit better than I was yesterday and make small little improvements, you stop worrying about what everyone else is thinking. You, know? you stop worrying about if that guy is bigger than you because it's all about, am I better than I was yesterday? And if you can keep it as simple as that, the gym is the is for me is the best place in the world because you there's no other place you go that you just go to to better yourself on a daily basis you just go in and then to improve yourself and if you can keep it as simple as that as saying it is me versus me i don't care even if you're training with someone else it doesn't matter you're not trying to beat their numbers like i hate it when i see young guys go in and they're all trying to outlift each other lift what is better than you did previously, but at your own pace? One, you avoid injuries, which is an obvious one. But two, you actually will progress better because you're, you're actually catering to what your body actually needs. And the longer you spend doing this, the more you understand your own body, the more you understand what you can and can't pick up, and the better your technique is going to be. So you're actually giving yourself a better platform to be able to, if it is growing muscle is your, your goal, then you'll be able to grow muscle. And I, it's something I use with a lot of clients that are new to the gym, I use this like zero to 10 system, right? And like zero is like pushing a balloon and then 10 is like pushing a car. And I think nobody should ever try, unless you're like a, a top of the top, elite level power lifter or bodybuilder, you should never be trying to go past eight and you should be sitting in that like six to eight zone, right? And that's down to you. My six to eight is totally different on the same exercise as it would be to pull right? And I need to gauge that. And it's a daily basis thing as well. Like we'd all love to say that we feel better every time you go into the gym, but life is life. You sleep better. Some days you're less stressed. Some days you eat more before certain, before certain lifts. So that six to eight is going to move. And if you are constantly just trying to, um, to keep up with the person next to you, you're setting yourself up for failure. And I think the last thing as well is like, I used to say this to all the players when I, was, when I was coaching tennis is that confidence is not something you can give to somebody. A personal trainer can't walk up to somebody and be like, here's some confidence, right? Confidence is the narrative that you have and the dialogue you have for yourself. And the more you work on that narrative and the more you work on that dialogue of you changing the perception of everyone's looking at me and you just saying, I was better than I was yesterday. The consistency of turning up to the gym, the consistency of, of getting better and seeing results, is at a way higher level than if you're trying to keep up with your mate Jimmy next to you, who might be genetically just way more gifted at that certain lift. Because we all have genetic gifts, you know. Some people are stronger pushing, some people are stronger pulling. And if you're just if all you're trying to do is beat the person next to you, I think you're missing the entire point of this whole thing.
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, I mean, another. I mean, just on that the whole walking into the gym and stuff like that. I think, yes, as PTs, we can train you and we can give you all your nutrition and stuff like that. But, you know, one thing I've said at the place I'm I'm working now is, you know, I am very, very open to having, being that person who gets that person who's nervous or, or unsure or feeling intimidated and spending that whole first session with them um, going around getting them used to things so they know how to work stuff so you know and give it like you said earlier uh, Tom about giving them a program initially which is away from the the area that they're uncomfortable in uh, sort of working over here you know kind of thing and um, so that in that time you know, the first four to six weeks, they're going to like make friends, they're going to start to see that these guys are actually quite nice. And, you know, so, you know, I I love that I love being that first person that makes them feel comfortable. And then they know how to use stuff and then they feel a bit more confident. So the second time they come back, they're a little bit more confident, they might want me to maybe tweak a few things, they might want to ask some questions, again, but each time, you know, it's that little getting them in the door,
2: but the yeah. thing is, and I don't know what you guys, and I completely agree with what you said, Sean. Like, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but this is what I fundamentally believe, is that you should do fitness in the way that you like it. Unless you are an elite athlete that you are being challenged to do, to be better, the best of the best, and you have to do certain things to be that, if you're the average person, even if you're a, a PT who is, you know, getting is in this industry, you need to do this your way. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get the best results of 90, the, the things you do 90% of the time. And yeah. if you're not consistent with things, if you're not consistent with going to the gym, you're not going to get the results. And the only way you're going to be consistent is by actually enjoying what you're doing. So like when you have you know these set programs that are just like these cutty cutter programs and uh, there's all these set weights on it, Like for me, fundamentally, I don't ever believe that a PT should tell a person that's the weight you need to pick up. Because if I tell someone you have to pick that weight up and they don't want to or don't feel comfortable, chances of them coming back and actually continuing their journey is a lot less. than if I say, look, pick up where you feel comfortable at and then let's work on feeling more comfortable about picking up bigger weights or doing different exercises. But it's a process and you can run down that process or you can walk at a snail's pace. As long as you're moving forward, you're still moving forward. It doesn't matter what pace you do it at. And I think a lot of the time, Like Paul was saying, we get pressured into accelerating a process past where we feel confident, and that's where we fall off, and that's where we start to get that intimidation. It's because we go at a pace that's way faster than what we we actually need to go at,
0: and then we do actually we fall on our faces because you do actually end up looking stupid, or
2: and you end up having this negative connotation of something that is so positive for you. And it's the same thing with like dieting. Like uh, January's coming up. And people are going to jump hundred miles an hour into new diet plans. And, and, and they're going to, we talked about this before, and they're going to go all in and then they're going to be all out in about three months time. <laughs> and it happens every single yeah. year. The same with the gym. It's You're
0: like gy- the Okie isn't it? The January Okie
2: yeah. And like the gyms will be absolutely it's packed on January 1st. <laughs> and then by March 1st, it will be the same people that have been going for years that do this, that do their thing and they enjoy it. So why not, if, you, if you're new to this, keep it simple. Do what you enjoy doing and then progressively add things in and get more comfortable. And all of a sudden you blink and it's been two years and you're way further down the line than you were when you started. You're way more comfortable with what you're doing. You know, like I, I, I just explained the comfort zone is like this small little th- bubble that you live in, right? And if you step out of the comfort zone for a little bit, that bubble gets bigger and you step out of it again, just a little bit. And that bubble gets a little bit bigger. And all of a sudden you blink and you've got a massive comfort zone. Now This massive bubble that was way bigger than when it first started. But if you try and just, if you just take a head dive out of the comfort zone straight away, the chances of that that bubble bursting is pretty high.
0: Yeah. I do think it's also, um, uh, which I do with my clients, because obviously all my clients are ladies um, is, you know, if they are feeling, uh, it, it, I mean, some of them, they're not anxious or uh, they're not, it's not all the time. It's just mm. the odd day. You know, it could be to do with the menstrual cycle. It could be to do because they're tired. It could be whatever, you know, um, but it's also ha- always having in the back of your mind that and, and being able to see that, to see that they're not comfortable. And then, mm. you know, off, I mean, we were quite fortunate where we were before to have, you know, these other places to train. <clears throat> but we used to like I'd go right okay um I, and I'd go and grab a barbell and a couple of weights and and a mat and and a kettlebell and we'd move it all there so you've got this whole little area yeah. all to yourself you're not going to go anywhere else you're just going to stay here with me yeah. and we're going to do everything you need to do so it's like they don't even have to go and get stuff.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, so I'm interested on on this, and Paul, and maybe you your your perception on this as well. I had a great thing happen yesterday. These three guys came in to to try out the gym, and these guys are big dudes, like like the the guys that Paul was describing, like very very you know in great shape, clean, great shape, big guys, lean, look fantastic, right? They come in, I'm chatting away to them. They just want to try the gym out, so they go upstairs, and they're clearly way ahead of even the, the best young guys that we've got up there in the weight room. And they are, you know, they're just they're just way above. They're the elite of, of what that gym could offer at that point, right? And so they're up there doing their thing and they come back downstairs and we've got the kind of like, not the beginner machines, but we've got the assisted machines downstairs. And they start using this shoulder press, right? And they're maxing this thing out, right? And they are, and I'm like, man, that's gonna cause a lot of issues because a lot of the new clients, we've we've really been trying to get them to use that It's a safer way for them to be introduced into weight training. And, um, And then all of a sudden I'm watching this and this lady was kind of hanging around, not really sure what to do. And one of the guys said, I couldn't exactly say what he said. He basically got up and they said, you take the machine, love, basically. And they cleared out and they went back upstairs they they were definitely weren't done with their sets. They cleared out and they gave her the machine. And I think it's such an to look at it from the other way. And if you are somebody that has spent a lot of time in gyms, if you are somebody that is clearly way above most people around you, have that self awareness as well that the gym is not just for you, that the gym is for everybody, and everybody's on that different part of the journey. And I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. And these guys were awesome. I don't know their names because I give them a shout because. And I and I, you know, I spoke to them afterwards and I just said that was fantastic because they really were aware that, look, this is not a place just because we're big than everybody doesn't mean we own this gym. You know, it's, it's the fact that we came in, we're trying to do our thing, but so are other people. And I think a message that if any young guy or even young girls are watching this and maybe you are very strong and you, you do look great be aware of who's around you because the gym is an environment for everybody on their set journey. So I thought looking at it from the other way as well, when you do get somebody who's super aware of like, it's not all about us. It was super refreshing to see that. And I think the more people hear those kind of stories, I think there's a lot of people out there like that, that have been in gyms. for. I, I've always found, honestly, I've never had an issue. The biggest guys in the gyms have been the ones that really helped me fall in love with the gym. Oh, I agree they, with you. I had a great group of guys when I was training in Atlanta that kind of took me under their wing and they just, they they just helped me understand and helped me and educated me. And they, they were so easy to approach after that initial, like, I don't know if I want to approach them. They yeah. kind of helped that, break that barrier down. And to this day, I still, I still speak to them.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic.
0: And, you know, I mean, this is why I love where uh, being at 3F now, because again, it's, a lot of the um, the ladies, the, the women who come over to train there have gone there because they're serious about their training, but they just found that, you know, being at the, the commercial gyms, you know, guys stare, you know, they don't communicate with them or talk to them or have a conversation or want to be pals with them or or want to help, you know, or be mm. around them to get maybe educated. They sort of stare and make that that woman feel uncomfortable they they're finding now that they they're not getting that it's great there's a lot of respect for what they do and i think that's where we're trying to change that that again you know move on with that and i've just noticed that everyone helps everyone you know because yeah. It, the equipment's uh, very new, some of it I'd never seen before. Um, so anyone who's trying stuff out, everyone's like, they're like saying to the person next to them, oh, you know, do you mind just showing me how to do this or can you help? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking around me, like people are helping each other. You know, then they're sort of like, oh, thanks a lot, mate. And then when they're leaving, they're saying like, oh, see you later. Like, like do you know what I mean? Like old school.
2: That's the experience that I've always had in gyms. Yeah. I, I feel very fortunate for that because I know it goes the other way. But I think, yeah. Paul, I know we've talked about this with the with the staring and, and for female intimidation. And, and as guys, you know, um, we definitely don't want to have that as a stereotype. The guy, we're just staring at girls when they're in the gym. I, I know we've talked about it, Paul, and I know you brought up some interesting topics. It, so what's your opinion on that?
1: Um, yeah, and I, I think I, t- I touched upon it briefly before. it. And again, I can't speak for everybody. There's always going to be somebody that's uh, an exception to the rule um, and perhaps not an exception in a good way, but ultimately that people, when they're in the gym are pretty much just concerned with themselves. Um, I find if I'm, if I'm watching anybody else train, it's nine times out of 10, because I'm impressed by what they're doing. Um, And or equally because they're doing something really badly and I'm waiting for an opportunity to be able to say to them that you need to you need to work on X, Y, Z. So I think quite a lot of the time it can probably be taken the wrong way if people are, are watching people train. It can be perceived as they're staring. It can make people feel uncomfortable because perhaps they're not the most confident people and they don't want to welcome any attention. They want to just get in, get their head down and, and train and get out. And that's... And that's fine, but from the gyms that I've trained at the the environments that I've been in, I've never really witnessed myself the the ugly side of it now that's not to say that I don't think it it happens it probably does and there's there's probably gym environments that lend themselves to it, which is why I think finding the right gym view is important and taking the time to try out different places and see where yeah. you feel most comfortable is going to have the biggest impact um yeah. because ultimately Tom made a great point your fitness your actual training your exercise should be all about enjoyment if regardless of what your goal is if your goal is to lose weight if your goal is to get bigger your training it needs to be something you enjoy and um, particularly if your goal is fat loss if you're just looking to drop body fat the training should just be what you enjoy if you've got a particular aesthetic goal then yeah your training needs to be such that it's going to work towards that but even at that point you should be training in a way that you enjoy if you hate it you should There's no no timeline right there's no timeline
2: you don't have to don't have to pick up bigger dumbbells every single week there's no timeline on this like if it takes you 10 years or if it takes you two years it doesn't matter as long as you're on the you're moving forward towards it it's fine
1: yeah definitely And, and i think one of the points that i'd like to put across and this isn't just aimed aimed at women this is anyone new to a gym whether it's a big commercial gym, private gym, whatever it is, community gym, if you feel nervous or apprehensive and you're looking at your training plan and, you're, and it requires lifting weights and you feel a bit intimidated, anxious about going to the weights area, there are a million things that you can substitute the weights for that will make it easier. And if your if you're plan, if you know you're going to be working with, say, dumbbells between like 8 to 16 kilos – They're going to be like the most sought after dumbbells in the gym, swap them out for kettlebells, which are normally kept in a separate part of the gym, which I guarantee are not going to be as busy. Get comfortable using them, doing the exercises to a point where you feel like you can progress, that you feel more confident. And then you can start to approach the weights area. Don't feel like you have to dive full into it. Day one, you know, there's pin loading machines that will help with your form. There's, kettlebells that you can use that are going to be less popular in the gym there's other places that you can go and you can train that are not perhaps so focal in terms of their location within the gym that means you can have a really good workout and feel less pressure Um, and i think those are the types of tips that people need to be made aware of that do you know what to lift weights
0: what you're saying is it's not set in stone yeah. You know, because yeah. also if you go at a busy time and and you can't get hold of any of your weights, you're supposed to be doing in your program. What you're supposed to do? Go home.
1: Yes, yeah, oh, sit on
0: a bench and wait an hour. You know, yeah. so be realistic. I think as a trainer as well, I think it's definitely worth if you've been given a program by your trainer, it's definitely worth saying to them. We, we are. I know we're run, we're running down on time now, but I will finish on this. But I do think if you have a trainer uh, or if you're going to get a trainer, make sure with the free weight exercises you're given, always ask them, what would be a great alternative? Because I think if you already in your mind know, then that will save you time. It'll also give you that opt out, if you are having a day, when you don't really feel like being among that lot over there, you'd rather be a little bit over here. At least, you know, in your mind that you can still do your program. You can still work that body part and you know what to do. And I think it's planning as well. So you can allow for your days when you might not feel like you want to be there, you know, so rather than miss out, I think and also can-
2: as well, like, sorry, but like, if you're not comfortable doing an exercise or you're not comfortable lifting a weight, don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Ask questions questions make double check have somebody check your form yeah. like don't be the person that feels pressured into picking up a weight that you're not comfortable with it's not worth yeah. it if someone says you need to pick up that weight they're lying because you don't you don't ever have to pick up a weight it's your choice and i'd rather i'd personally rather see people go down two or three uh weight classes and and do the uh, make sure the form's perfectly perfect or cl- as close as perfect as possible. And slowly move back up to that weight and try and get as comfortable
1: as possible, then rip their shoulders out. Yeah, exactly. definitely. I think just a final point from me in terms of helping with the whole yeah, program. We've got really two awesome.
0: minutes, so this will be our final point, Paul. So it's all over to you, lovely.
1: is, is basically have, have a decent program that you can buy into because, again, part of the challenge that people have that causes a bit of intimidation is not really knowing what to do when you get there. And yep. Feeling like you're out of your depth. So if you've got a clear plan and you know what you need to do when you get in there, it makes it much easier to adjust and adapt if you get there and it's really busy, or if you get there and you don't feel at a hundred percent and you're like, oh, I don't really want to do this exercise and that one. It's a lot easier just to swap a few bits out when you know yep. what the plan is. If you go in with no plan, then yep. that will make it a lot harder. So I think that's that's another bit of advice for people. Is okay.
0: just, well. Uh, on that note, I'm going to bid you farewell, and I think yeah. So guys, get a plan, be organised, know what you're doing before you get there, and you know the other thing is get a PT, get them to walk you through, get your confidence. Yep. ta Catch up with you next fun. week. Cheers, guys. See you later.
1: See you Bye. later.